Welcome to another special mini episode of Splendid Chaps, recorded at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in 2013. We sought out some more Doctor Who fan comedians and asked them about the show. First up, it's comedian and ventriloquist Sarah Jones. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well. Good. Are you having a good comedy festival? I am. It's been pretty great. I'm, I'm at the stage now where I'm super tired, though, which is going <laughs> to bode either well or badly for this podcast. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll be the judge, listeners. We are, of course, not talking about the festival, but no. Doctor Who. I think, is it Whovian? Is that what it's, the technical I've always thought term? that makes us sound like vacuum it's cleaners. It's pretty terrible. Then we should invent a new one. You should invent a new Doctor one. Doctor Who fan is, is fine. It's much better than when I was young and I got called a Doctor Who freak. Doctor, um, I like Splendid Chap. Yeah, Splendid that's, Chap's that's quite really good. Lovely. Well, we've, we've, we've used that now good. for well, the podcast. Spread that through the world. So when did you get into Doctor Who, Sarah? Relatively recently, because I was raised by hippie parents that didn't let me watch TV. Um, and then when I was a, an adult, I had a boyfriend who really liked a lot of sort of sci-fi stuff that I wasn't really into. Um, like, he was really into Battlestar Galactica, which I know it's horrible for me to say that I don't like it, but I don't like it because it's very shouty. They're very angry, and they're in space, but they're, they're so angry all the time. I'm more of the Red Dwarf school of science fiction. Um, I like when there are aliens, but the aliens are maybe made out of curry. So he was really into all that sort of stuff, and he started watching Doctor Who, and I was a bit like, I'm not going to like this. But then I watched it, and it was amazing, and I've been a big uh, chap since, a so, splendid one. So who did you start with? Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've gone through the, the ranks of the modern Doctor Who's, and I've just started watching uh, Tom Baker because I hear is the funny doctor. And I have some very vague memories of Colin Baker from episodes I might have briefly caught at at the children's houses when I was growing up. The big big yellow hair. Beautiful blonde afro. And who's your favourite doctor? Um, David Tennant is pretty lovely. I would be a traitor to my gender and probably other people's gender as well if I didn't pick him because he's beautiful. He's a beautiful person. And if you hear him speak with his Scottish accent, oh my... And one of my friends, actually, my housemate at the time, was a big Doctor Who fan as well, and a big David Tennant fan. And she got me a life-size cutout of David Tennant oh, yes. for one of my birthday presents. Except that when she got it from the internet, she didn't actually realise that it wasn't life-size. It just kind of went up to your knees. We used to have bathroom crayons, and we would write on our tiled wall, like really kind of, usually quite sinister messages, like, uh, David Tennant is watching you. Facing you when he you're was, in the he bathroom. He just would stare you down. It was just right directed towards the toilet. And because there were like three of us living there, um, you'd always have a surprise when you went into the bathroom. <laughs> it would be a surprise. something different. How do you feel about uh, the Doctor having relationships with his companions? Oh, I didn't like Rose. But maybe no. that's because I was so into David Tennant. <laughs> like, Did you? Back off. I never liked her. Wow, okay. She was, oh, this is super snobby, but she's so chavvy. Well, yeah, that's kind of the I point. I know that's his point, but um, I just felt like he could do better. Oh, wow. I know that's really harsh. I think the I think 900-year-old time will oh. do better. Come on. It's true. He has the pick of the ladies. Well, he's got it's... a kind of childlike kind of wonder yeah. and... I suppose there's like there's often that dynamic where they really like him and he's a bit oblivious, which kind of works. You don't want it to be a soap opera because there are a million other soap operas on yeah. TV. But I'd rather them being out uh, exploring space and time yeah. and getting on with, with stuff. I find that like even not to digress heaps, but uh, The Walking Dead. I I really feel like go fight some zombies. They're zombies. <laughs> Stop kissing each other. Get on with it. Go we fight the zombies. And I find it feel like that about like. 
that. But maybe that just means I'm just dead inside. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, if that's what you want to see, that's what all of the rest of drama is oh, about. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. So... And also, people write fan fiction about them doing it. People write that all you want. So just go watch an episode, then go on the internet and see any kind of freaky doctor sex you want to see, and yeah. it will be there yeah. in fan fiction form. Sarah, so thank you so much for talking thank you to for us. Me. If our listeners want to find out more about you on the internet, yeah, you can um, do that. where should I, they go? Well, they should look up my fan fiction. No, I don't have any. I have a website. I'm a ventriloquist. That's what I do. And my website is sarahjones.com.au or I'm on Facebook or Twitter. What's your Twitter name? Sarah Jones Vent, which is short for ventriloquist. It's not just really me really angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Sometimes. Good. That's but, a relief. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much for thanks talking, Thanks for having Sam. me. Next up, from the sketch group Wizard Sandwiches, it's Drew Belston. How are you, Drew? I'm very well, thanks, man. How lovely. I like to be a splendid chap. That's nice. Everyone can be a splendid chap. And when did you get in? When did you jump on board? Well, I actually started very recently. Um, my housemate uh, at the time, another comedian, Blake Willoughby, uh, he came in and he said, new series of Doctor Who is out. And I said, Doctor Who? <laughs> And um, and it was naturally, as as is a reoccurring thing, and uh, he was like, if you haven't seen it, get onto it. So I started with Eccles, and um, Eccles. from the the first scene uh, where Christopher Eccleston busts open and grabs Rose, and then they're they're running away, I was like, sold, I'm done. I'm a massive massive sci-fi nut from grew up on Red Dwarf, grew up on British comedy, British sci-fi, and I was like, where have you been all my life, Doctor Who? <laughs> So Eccleston was your first doctor? He was my first love. And I think you, from the people that I talk to, they're like, you know, always have a spot for your first doctor. Yeah, you do. And uh, certainly for me, of the run, Eccleston's my favourite doctor. Yeah, right. 100%. Like, for me, there's a moment where they talk about Christopher Eccleston being born, a doctor born of war, and, you know, that real hard edge leather jacket kind of thing. And, and it's wonderful to see, you know, as they developed, you got Tennant, who's, you know, a little bit more kind of, you know, a bit nerdy, a bit kind of quirky but still has those straight moments and those those really those pathos moments and then smith who's like off the wall like zany and it's this great movement from uh from sort of this serious kind of with a bit of jokes to you know going all over the shop which i love i love seeing everybody's different take on the doctor we've been talking about comedy and doctor who here at the comedy festival for the splendid chap shows are there any particular gags that you remember from the, the new series well i think a lot of people forget that Christopher Eggleston is actually a very, very funny doctor. He had some, um, some great moments. I think in the very first episode uh, where he plays, he pantomimes with some of the living uh, doll arms. Yeah. And he comes out and he gets Rose with one of the living doll arms and mm-hmm. she's like absolutely free because she's just seen aliens for the first time. Yeah. But to the doctor, it's like, this is all shoots and giggles. Like, I'm a bit of blast. <laughs> and you're like, that's hilarious. Like, all of a sudden, you know, you're brought into this world where there's this guy who's you know, running away from the time wars, who's, you know, rebel on the loose, but he still manages to have a bit of fun as he goes along. And that's great. It's, and that's a theme that I, I'm a big fan of during the series. Yeah. So Wizard Sandwiches is a sketch show. Yeah. Do you have any Doctor Who themed sketches in the show? We actually, we don't. Um, actually, we don't have any real pop culture um, sketches in the show. And we, we decided early on, um, Wizard Sandwiches is a bit zany name. It's pretty crazy. But we were like, look, we really want to write sketches that are accessible to everyone. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, no Doctor Who stuff 
Um, not from a lack of train, though. <laughs> That's all right. Now, if people want to catch you after the festival, where can they find out more about Wizard Sandwiches on the internets? Yeah, so you can check out all of our uh, video content on YouTube, uh, Wizard Sandwiches. You can follow Wizard Sandwiches on Twitter at Wiz Sandwiches. Uh, and check us out on Facebook. Thanks very much for talking to no us. No worries, Ben. Finally, it's New Zealand comedian Cal Wilson. You've watched Doctor Who a long time ago. Yes, a long time ago in the mythical uh, land called the 70s when uh, it started out with John Pertwee, he was my first doctor and then Tom Baker was my favourite doctor and then Peter Davison was okay but it was still Tom Baker for me. You never recovered after Tom Baker left? No, I didn't. And the other thing, the other thing, years later, I had a traumatic experience with Tom Baker uh, because he was on a show called um, Life and Loves of a She-Devil and he did a sex scene where you saw his little naked ass pumping up and down and it traumatised me for life seeing Doctor Who having sex with someone. It was quite upsetting. And it was also upsetting because it was the first time in my life that I realised that when you had sex that your bum went up and down. I just thought you kind of thought the guy just lay there still and like his penis just went up and down like a sewing machine needle. And so it was quite freaky that Doctor Who educated me about that as well. It is doubly, doubly disturbing. Yeah, yeah that uh, reminds me of when I saw Graham Garden uh, doing, many years after he finished doing the goodies, he did an AIDS awareness campaign video <laughs> that went into schools and he looked a lot older, like he was bald and he didn't have the mutton chops anymore, but it was quite clearly him and he was wow. you know, explaining how AIDS worked with like a big model of what the virus looked like and all this stuff. It freaked me out. It's quite traumatised. You don't want to think of them in a sexual way at all. No, at no. All. Particularly not the doctor, I don't think. No, not the doctor's little bare white ass. It was very, very upsetting. Have you seen any of the, the new series of Doctor Who? I haven't, I have to admit, I haven't. Uh, I find Matt Smith quite... He's just a little bit too weird for me to look at. <laughs> I just find him a little bit distressing to look at and it kind of has an uncomfortable face for me. I think I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I miss David Tennant because he seems like a nice boy <laughs> um, and I do go oh, I should really watch some because I know Neil Gaiman's written some of the episodes and I do want to get back into that and see that but yeah I'm, I'm old school doctor. So Tom Baker was your favourite, why was Tom Baker your favourite? I suppose because he was the one that I saw the most of when I was at that impressionable age and I loved his scarf and I loved his coat and his hat and yeah, he just he seemed very approachable, and I loved K9. K9 was a big draw card for me, and he had a companion called Tegan. And now, because that to me is a science fiction name, and now whenever I hear Tegan and Sarah, I go, "Were your parents science fiction fans? Is that where that came from?" And I used to go around. I liked the way that Tegan said "doctor" when there was a um, problem. She was Australian, wasn't she? She's yeah. Like, doctor, doctor. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's very good. Um, and so she, she stuck around for Peter Davison, but you didn't. What? I did. I, can't, and I, liked, I liked what he wore as well. It's probably all about the fashion for me, really. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like John Pertwee the best. His fashion was impeccable. Yeah, he was a bit too old. He's a bit too grandfatherly, whereas Tom Baker was a little bit younger. He was non-threatening, I think, Tom Baker. A bit like your uncle or your dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you have any particular memories of anything that particularly sticks in the brain? I, I remember hiding behind the couch when the Daleks came on. But I think that's compulsory. I think it was the Daleks with the big terrifying thing. And my brother was quite good at doing the exterminate voice. And so I think that was, you know, it's the traumatising things I remember. Bare asses and Daleks. All right, thank you very much for talking to us, Cal. You've got a show in the Comedy Festival. Uh, it might be finished by the time this goes to air, but you might as well tell us about it. Are you doing it anywhere else? Uh, not at the moment. It's called Cal Wilson is Guilty, and it's all about my, uh, my guilty life. And people confess their guilt to me. And last night I got one that blew everyone's mind. What was it? A woman said she got her brother institutionalised. 
Whoa. And, and I said, what, why? And she goes, oh, he was a jerk. And it turned out she was eight. And the police came around to warn him about something. And she told, she kind of talked him up a bit. And they ended up taking him to reform school for two years. Wow. Yeah. Did he get reformed? She said something very disturbing about a microwave and an animal. So I don't know that he did. Oh, that's, that's a bad oh, Wow. And where can people find out about you online? Uh, they can go to calwilson.com or find me on Twitter. I'm at Calbo, C-A-L-B-O. Glad to always talk to you. Thanks so much, Cal. You're welcome. A big thanks to all the comedians who made time to talk to me about Doctor Who for these special mini-episodes. I hope you've enjoyed them. Look out for our next major episode, 4 Slash Comedy, featuring guests Dave Callan, Paul Verhoeven, Adam Richard and Josie Long, released on April 23rd. And until then, thank you, it's good, keep warm. Keep warm.